When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Football Asia with Paul Williams. As part of the global game, of course, brought to you by Paramount Plus, the FA Cup, the A-Leagues, and all the Socceroos games are live this summer only on Paramount Plus, and that includes the Asian Cup. That's on Network 10 as well. From an Australian point of view, it starts on Saturday night. Our first game is against India. Paul Williams is our Asian football expert been good enough to join myself and Scott McDonald on the global game as he always does. Scott, uh, Paul, thanks for doing so, mate. Um, Pleasure. Let's look at this group for the Socceroos. So we know that India is likely to be uh, one-way traffic for Australia. Um, what can we expect from them, though? And then Syria and Uzbekistan. How tricky are those ties going to be? What's the expected outcome for Australia in the group stage? I think the expected outcome should be to to finish top of this group with at least two wins. Um, you know, India, as you said, I think are expected to be pushovers is probably a little bit too too much, but the the, the cannon fodder of the group, so to speak, mm. they've improved since. You know, we played them in the 2011 Asian Cup in Qatar as well. They've improved since then, but they're still not expected to to compete at this level. Syria and Uzbekistan is where. The challenge is going to be Syria without Omar Al Sommer. He's had a dispute with the coach Hector Cooper, um, and he's been left out of the side. That's a sigh of relief for Socceroos fans because we remember the damage he almost inflicted upon the Socceroos yeah. uh, going back to to twenty seventeen. Um, but they've got some some naturalised players or players from with Syrian heritage that they've brought in from around the world. How quickly they can adapt to the surroundings will be key. And Uzbekistan, I think, are the the biggest danger in this group. I think it's the third game that Australia play against them. That's the banana skin, but they look like they're going to be without their their main man, Aldor Shomorodov, who's well, who's who's injured and doesn't look like he's going to get up for this Asian Cup. So he's another big name that's that's going to miss. Um, that puts that fairly in the, the Socceroos' favour as well because I think without him, I still think they're a good side, but they're nowhere near as dangerous as they could be without Shomorodov up front. So hopefully that means Australia can top the group, although we know it's not going to be straightforward. After that, the other big contenders. So Japan, South Korea, Saudi Arabia, Iran are the big four after Australia that we've discussed the most in the lead-up to this Asian Cup in in Qatar. How do they figure for you? Who are the, the big teams to watch out for out of those four? How would you rank them? And I guess you can flow into your tip with Australia included, Paul. Yeah, I think you're right. And then those four are the, are the big challenges. We assume that Australia, Japan, Korea, Saudi Arabia, Iran are all going to top their group. So that would put Australia, Saudi Arabia and Japan all on the same side of the draw, potentially set up a, a quarterfinal match with the Saudis, um, which has got banana skin written all over it as well. We know we've Saudi Arabia have beaten us over in, in Saudi Arabia a couple of times. Of course, this is notionally on... Um, neutral territory, but they will have a, a sizable contingent of fans there as well. So that presents a, a danger game. If we were to get through that, you'd expect it's then going to be Japan in the semifinals, which is going to be incredibly difficult because mm. 
Japan come in as the red hot favourites, which can you know be dangerous sometimes. But when you look at the the squad, their B and C teams are probably good enough to get through to the semi-finals as well. The, the players that aren't in the squad, the likes of Furuhashi, um, uh, Al Tanaka as well, so many players that would just walk into most teams in this competition have been left out of this squad. They are an incredibly dangerous side. Again, on the other side of the draw, you're probably going to have Korea, Iran, Qatar and Uzbekistan on that side of the draw. The, the, the question mark for me, I've, I've got Korea and Japan reaching the final. The, the question mark over Korea is the coach in, in Jurgen Klinsmann. They've mm. undoubtedly got the talent. They've probably got the most star-studded lineup when you think of Son Heung-min, Lee Kang-in, Hwang Yi-chan, Kim Min-jae, um, you know, all yeah. playing at the absolute top level of, of European football. It's the coach, Jurgen Klinsmann, as to whether he's going to be a, a handbrake for them, I think they're still good enough in spite of, of Jürgen Klinsmann, who has struggled to uh, to get through to the final. So I've got Japan and Korea reaching the final. But we probably say that every Asian Cup and it throws up a surprise. So let's wait and see what happens. Paul, Scott, Scott here. I just wanted to ask you then in, in terms of your opinion, who's the dark horses for this one? Who Who's the ones that are real, really going to be the surprise packages? And not just as a team, but the, the individual player who's going to stand out at this tournament for you? I, I can't see there being any surprise packets in terms of winning the tournament like Qatar did mm-hmm. last time. But in terms of teams that might surprise us in terms of getting further than we think, I think Uzbekistan, although a lot depends on Shamorodov, whether he actually does get up. But I really like their team. They've got a young player, Abizbek Fazuliev, as well, to keep an eye out for. He's playing in, in Russia now and doing well over there, uh, only 19 years of age. So I really like Uzbekistan. To go deep, I think Tajikistan in Group A are going to surprise. Actually, I think they'll finish second behind Qatar and potentially knock China out in the group stage. Their coach Peter Segard is a bit of an eccentric character, but he's a really good coach at the same time. So I think Tajikistan could surprise. And closer to home, I really want to see some of Southeast Asia's best talent stand up and, and show what they're capable of on this stage. There's a player from Malaysia, Arif Ayman, who is an exceptional talent been doing really, really well for JDT over the last couple of years. And Marcelino Ferdinand for Indonesia as well. I think those nations are probably going to struggle, but I want to see those players and those teams show what they're capable of, at least in patches throughout the tournament. So there are a couple of names to look out for as well. Paul, how is Australia viewed as a contender from the rest of Asia? Like we can be a little bit myopic at times and, and we look at Australia so closely when it comes to the Asian Cup, um, but perhaps not with the lens of other teams and how they view us and how they much might, might prepare for us. Um, have Are they more fearful of Australia after our World Cup performance? Are we viewed as being, you know, the second rung down after Japan, South Korea, um, Saudi Arabia, Iran? And I can, sorry, where are we sitting the scheme of things among Asian football experts and the other teams in terms of our chances? Yeah, I, th- I think... Definitely the World Cup has enhanced our reputation. When we first came into Asia, we were absolutely feared. And I think Mm. over time, that fear factor slowly drifted away. And yet what you've seen now on the back of the last World Cup and and some impressive performance results alongside that is that fear factor is slowly returning, not to the stage of where it was, but we are certainly considered one of the probably top three contenders for this tournament. I think most people think it's probably Japan, Korea or Australia that the, uh, the winner is going to come from, less so Iran and Saudi Arabia. They're the, the big five, but I certainly think we've now put ourselves in with 
Japan and Korea um, in terms of that big three. And it's on the back of that World Cup performance, as you said, that have sort of put us back into that upper echelon of Asian teams. And in terms of the Socceroos players, who you think might have, you might ha- have an impact on this tournament? Who are the ones for you that think might be suited to this competition and the group stages might emerge? Scott mentioned Jordy Boss at the start of the show. I think Mitch Duke might have a very big Asian Cup and, uh, and perhaps his status will raise in the eyes of many Australian football fans. Who are you looking at, Paul, to have a big tournament? I think Craig Goodwin's set for a big one as well. He had a huge World Cup um, mm. in Qatar just over 12 months ago. Um, he's he's playing in that part of the world now. He's very familiar with the conditions. He's playing probably the his best football of his career over the last probably 24 months. So I think he's set for a, a major impact at, at this World Cup, and um, I think we'd all love to see that as well. Can we win it, Paul? Come on, mate. Get us pumped up a few days out. <laughs> We can. Like, we certainly can. As I said, I haven't got us getting through to the final. I've got us getting it through to the semifinal against Japan. But in a one-off game, anything can happen. When you get to that semifinal stage, you give yourselves an opportunity. So I certainly think we can, but I haven't predicted us to do so. Let's hope the Socceroos get the job done. We know it won't be easy. There are quality teams all around Asia. The group stages will be tricky as well. But, uh, yep, our Socceroos were incredible at the World Cup in Qatar. Those environments uh, will hopefully keep the good vibes going for Graham Arnold and and his team. We can't wait for it. Paul Williams, thanks for uh, your insights on the global game. Cheers, mate. Thanks to Paul. Scotty McDonald still with us. A short break, and then we're back to uh, wrap up the global game.